guys and welcome to The Honest Truth, where we talk about whatever we want and whoever we want because our honesty is the only policy. So settle in, grab a cup of tea while we talk about pop culture through from the noughties till now. So I think we'll start off with one of the more recent deaths that definitely took me by surprise. Yeah, it was really sad. Really, really sad actually. And... For a lot of people around our age and older, she was kind of like a nation's sweetheart. Yeah, a bit of an icon for us, especially. And um, so we're going to sort of delve in first to the story behind Nikki Graham and her passing away. And we have to address the fact that it's been reported that it was her battle with her anorexia that really ended up taking her life. And... It's sad, like with all, everyone's very aware of eating disorders and that sort of mental battle with yourself and your self-image. And it's not something I've ever gone through in the sense of like, I have, I've never had an eating disorder. No, I haven't. I think what shocked, I'm lucky to have not, I think what shocked me about Nikki and anorexia is, I don't think you've ever really heard of it taking someone's life. No, I, you've you've definitely heard of people what, that have been close to death. Yeah, and, or battled with it for yeah. a really long time. But I think what shocked me, I was like, oh, God, like, that's a cause of death. Like, I never thought of it as something, and maybe that's maybe in, like, naive or well, no, not I, really knowing much about it. But I think that's really brought to light that it's something that can... Kill you. You know, like, yeah. it is a disease. Like, yeah. I've always known it was a disease, but... Yeah, I think it was shocked me because I was like, oh, the cause of death is an eating disorder. Yeah. I remember watching the um, celebs go to therapy thing and she was on it and she sort of told her story and her story was told about how she's been battling with this since she was a child Mm. and since she was really young and she would sort of eat her lunch in the bathrooms at school because she didn't want anyone to watch her eat and she was sort of sent for a lot of institutional help to help her with it. So it was Mm. something that her whole life revolved around this eating disorder, which it must do. Mm, Yeah. Especially when you struggle so much. And, and like we've said, we, we've not experienced it firsthand and I don't think I've experienced it secondhand either. I've I've never, and that's the thing. We didn't, we didn't know that you could, it could be a cause of death no. because we've never experienced it and it's never really been spoken about. And I think that this, it's a really unfortunate, obviously, but it has brought light to that. Yeah. Um, and she is someone that I think did bring eating disorders to people's attention. Yeah. Um, or at least tried to, like you said, she went on that separate therapy thing. Like she has talked about it in the past. And I think it is just sad that it's eventually... Because... Like, obviously, when she was on Big Brother's that she was a larger-than-life personality. She was, you know, she was always having, like, those hissy fits and stuff. And I loved her. I loved you her. kind of didn't realise that she would have those... Those hissy fits were caused because she was always trying to act out. Mm. And it was the fact that she never really had control over herself. So it, it kind of... It, there's a lot of battles going on inside of someone. And a lot of people were quick to say, oh, she's so skinny, she's this and that. And I think she's definitely someone, and the whole eating disorder conversation 
of calling people out about their weight, whether it's too big or too Too skinny, skinny, you can be playing a dangerous battle. And, And if you say to someone, oh, you're too skinny, to someone who wants to be skinny, they sort of take it as like, oh, what I'm doing is what, and you could be sort of encouraging negative behavior. Or if you're on the other spectrum, you could be and, and commenting on someone's weight because they're a larger frame. You could be creating an onset of someone's eating disorder. And it's such a dangerous game. And I think that is, again, something that's been brought to light. When she passed away, I saw a lot of things on social media. Social media can be terrible for yeah. that reason that we've just described. You know, you're calling people too fat, you're calling people too thin. And people like Nikki and other people who are struggling are seeing that kind of thing. But also, I, I did see a lot on social media about, you know, after she died, it was a, okay, this needs to stop. Yeah, no, it and does. celebrity deaths are awful. It's a death. It's not a good thing. It yeah. never is. But I think what we were going to talk about on this podcast is that they do bring to light a lot of issues. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I just saw a lot of th- positive things on social media that were kind of saying you know look this has happened to someone that we all admire and like and have found hilarious for however long she's been in the spotlight like let's not let this happen to other people and I think it's that kind of thing that happens is is like at least there's something positive happened out of it well that's the thing we've got to we've got to take this as a shining example Mm. of this this is a disease. This can kill people. Eating disorders kill however many people. I don't have statistics, but however many people a year. They severely affect, mm-hmm. like, if you think, like, teenagers that have eating disorders, it will affect them for the rest of their life. Yeah. Because you are, say, for example, you are someone that just is bulimic, for example. You are starving your body of nutrients when it's yeah. trying to grow. So you, you will, like, stunt growth or you will cause irreparable damage to your body even even when you're older doing like stuff like that you know yeah bulimics will have eating disorders have a big effect on people's lives i have said that i luckily have not um experienced one but you know i have seen them secondhand and they're not yeah and you know it's a conversation that you have to have with your friends sometimes especially you know at the minute when things are getting brought up you then talk to your friends about it who maybe have experienced something and a lot of things have came to light from these conversations that I didn't know that happened with eating disorders fertility yeah Yeah. that's a really big thing with eating disorders you know your hair you can lose hair there's so much that you know I didn't know about it and I think again it's that kind of thing of yeah we're talking about celebrity deaths and that's the theme but behind that it is they actually spark up a conversation yeah we we all have to be a lot more wary of what we say about someone's appearance including their their weight and being more conscious of what people are possibly going through because it it is a form you are suffering in silence Mm. like a lot of mental struggles you suffer in silence so it might, even if it brings about that certain people go out to get help, they see that, oh, she passed away. And you're kind of like, maybe someone that's going for it themselves, they're like, I can't end up like that. Yeah. I need help. And and this is what we, we need and we want. And why we're doing this episode is because 
we're trying to keep that conversation alive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's important. And I think, thankfully, over the years, mental illness has become more of a spoken about thing. But mm. like we said, eating disorders seems to be forgotten quite a lot. I think so. I really do. And it's something that I haven't really looked into yeah. e- either. And it, I do think it should be more of a conversation. And... Nikki Graham was someone that we love and we put and we think you like someone that we relate to, I think, as well, like massively. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean Yeah. So for us that was a celebrity death that we were It was very shocking. shocking, I remember Yeah. You were the first person to text me about it. Me and you talk about us so much. And it was just such a shock. It was just like oh, she passed away, like, what? Like, this is, like, because with a lot of celebrities, you sort of hear, like, if they're struggling with health and stuff like that, it's not that much of a surprise for some of them. But this was just so out of the blue, and I think it was very much like, like we said, it was the shock of how she Mm. died that you just were kind of like, huh, this happens? Yeah, that was it. It was that, oh... Because you think, you know, you hear about somebody deaths and it's every everybody dying is awful. Prince Philip dying was really, really sad. Yeah. But he was a 99-year-old man and, you know... You, you know And I it's know coming. that different people die of everything every day and it's not yeah. just celebrities that you get upset about, but it's the celebrity ones that do bring... This like, conversation This about. conversation and this awareness. So it's kind of like, yeah, Nikki, and that circumstance was a shock. Um... So, yeah, it was just, it was a bit sad. It's definitely made me more mindful. You know, it's like making me think, okay, sometimes there are struggles that people have that we just don't know about. And there there might be something, you need to be, you need to watch out for your friends that are, you know, if you notice that someone, like if, if we can learn to, like if we can learn something from this, it's to understand what sort of, are the warning signs of this because a lot of the time you kind of see it, but you don't know what you, you don't know what you're looking for. Mm. And so if we know what we're looking for, like for example, you know, sometimes they just won't eat. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you don't, you, you don't notice it because you don't think it's anything out of the ordinary, but if we can all be a bit more aware, we might be able to reach out a hand to someone. So a little while ago, I got asked if I was bulimic because I would eat and you know, I eat. Yeah. And then where I was staying at this person's house, I, this is sort of a little bit separate, a little bit of a tangent sort of thing, but I have like this anxiety thing about going to, to the toilet around someone. So I run the tap and. Oh my God, I do that. Yeah. So I run the tap and he then asked me, he was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. What's wrong? And he's like, he was like, I'm going to ask you something and don't take it the wrong way. Mm. But like, when you go to the toilet, like, why do you, why do you run the tap? Because like, are you trying to like, are you okay? And stuff like that. And I didn't realize that something that I was doing is sort of like a warning sign of Of possibly, yeah, yeah, of something else. And it made me very mindful of, sometimes like people will try and cover things up and we need to sort of be a bit more aware Mm. of it. And it's not something that I've, I've ever done or struggled with. So 
I never really understood why someone could see it that way. But for someone to bring it to my attention and be like, the fact that you're running the tap sounds like you're trying to cover something up. And to, for them to, to turn around and go, are you okay? Like, is this going on? Was a big thing for and me. And I think that's really nice. Yeah. You've got to check up on your friends for, in any situation, for sure. That's really nice. But also, if you've known someone has had that, a disorder, yeah. like an eating disorder, it is good to keep checking on them. Because, for example, Nikki, like, she's had that since she was a teenager. She was 38 when she passed away. Yeah. That is a long, like, that is a long time of someone struggling. And I bet at some point, some people have just been like, oh, I bet she's okay now. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, that is a long time struggling with something. And I think a lot of these issues, they don't just disappear overnight. Yeah. Again, that's something that maybe I've learned yeah. from this death. Like, uh, kind of, you know, oh, God, she was 38 and still struggled with an yeah. eating disorder. Like, you don't realise that. It's something that really does take over your life. I think that's a perfect segue into then us discussing our two other people that we chose to speak about that is on a similar path in mm -hmm. the sense of mental health. Yeah. So if we sort of stick with the whole, this is something that people suffer with for the rest of their life. Yeah. And, and it's not something that just goes away and you need to yeah. constantly check on people. There's and peaks and valleys and sometimes that you, you sort of think that people are doing okay. But some like, and sometimes you're in a situation where, oh my God, they were doing so well. Like it's such a shock. And it's because they got so used to pretending to be happy mm. that you didn't know when they were sad because they hid that very well. And they ever sh only ever showed you the good side. And I think, then, like, speaking about Caroline Flack, for example. Yeah. It was a big shock to me because I I don't know much about her. I never really knew much about her. But she never really seemed... It's just an example of the someone Caroline that can hide Flack, it. Yeah, the Caroline Flack death really got to me because I was like, I really, really liked Caroline Flack. Yeah. Like, she was someone that I really, like, aspired to be, really admired. I thought she was so funny. Like, I just really, really liked her. And I think kind of what you're going on, going on is I got a shock because she was, you know, like Love Island was so successful. I also think she was, you know, around that time, there was so much going on, the, you know, arrest, everything with yeah. her boyfriend. I think what I got this shock of is you don't, you didn't think that was going to lead to what happened. To yeah. what happened. You, I was, and I was guilty of it. I was, I was guilty of some of the jokes. I was guilty of some, like finding some of the things on social media funny. It's very and, easy to though, because but, but then you, you don't, don't realize, realize the severity, the severity of, it. of it. And I think again, like just going back, it's it's never okay to say those things, and it's never okay to participate. But you've got to learn that, like mm. her death. You know, I watched that documentary that was on TV about her, and it, it, you learned. I learned so much from that because, again, it was kind of like what we said. You found out from that documentary that actually she was struggling with her mental health since she was fifteen years old. Yeah. But we didn't know that as a society. We just saw a completely different person on the screen. So when someone gets into a situation like the situation that she got herself into we think oh well she's a celebrity she can handle it you know you don't newspapers expect them to make, be upset yeah newspapers want to make money you know 
we're all having a laugh. Like, yeah, you kind of forget about the actual person. You like, but like we, I mean, we said this in our Megan and Harry thing. You, yeah. you don't expect them to struggle no. because what are they? We, we, they. We forget that they're human. I think sometimes. Yeah, exactly. With actual problems. And that's the thing. And it's a bit of, uh, like this is going to be my Libra side coming out. It's a <laughs> bit of on both sides mm. in the sense of they present themselves as perfect because that's, but but then that's what we expect from them. So sometimes they present themselves in a way that we w- it's very easy to forget they are human beings mm. because the the image of them is very much and, yeah. yeah oh i've got it all i've got to show everyone that i'm i'm pretty i'm successful i've got all this money i'm living this certain lifestyle i'm traveling all of this stuff it's very easy for the public to turn around and go there's no way they've got any problems mm. who's going to cry in a bentley do you know what i mean yeah. kind of thing and and so it is partly ignorance on our side and and forgetting the fact that they are human beings. And if we go through shit, they'll go through shit. But there is also the aspect of they put up this facade and it's very hard for us to then make it relatable. Like if we were to have a conversation about mental health and something that I was going through, you would see me as like, an equal, and, yeah, because exactly. we have similar situations and we can get each other's yeah. problems. But, yeah, I, I know what you mean. With a celebrity, you, you kind of think, okay, great, but... Yeah, they still, keep us at arm's yeah. distance and we keep ourselves sort of away from the stuff that doesn't matter. Because celebrity is built off of superficiality. Mm. So it is just a negative cycle and, and merry-go-round of, like, we ignore that they're human beings because they don't treat us like equals because we're more invested in their glitz and glamour than we are anything else. And I think when you sort of have a knock like this and a crash back down to reality that they are normal people and they have struggles, no matter how much money you have, how much fame you have, sometimes, like in her situation, she struggled when it came to people not heartbreak, loving her. yeah. And, and every person, everyone yeah. can relate to that. Everyone can relate to heartbreak or, be, like, not coping with it well. And I think, you know, when I was watching the documentary and that got explained, you know, I won't name any names, but the people I was watching the documentary with, what one of the girls was like, oh, my God, that's so me. Yeah. Like, I can totally relate to that. And it's good that things like that have came out of it. And I think the the massive thing that came out of Caroline Flack's death is obviously that campaign, Be Kind. Yeah. And it's such a, like, it's so simple, but so effective in the yeah. thing of, yes, they're celebrities, and, but just be kind to everyone. Yeah. Be kind in everything that you do. Be kind before you start. I mean, we have a joke on this podcast about celebrities. We do. Yeah. You yeah, know, no, we do. We do try and say at the same time, like, we love them and, like, we yeah. find them hilarious, but you know, we do have to, in the back of our heads, keep that thought of let's be kind and let's, like, not, you know. And I just think that's something that really, that campaign coming out of her death, again, her death was horrible and tragic and really, really sad. But we've all learnt something from it. And I think, you know, when I remember when she sort of first passed away, her family was sort of, really annoyed with the way in which the police dealt with her because they were aware of her depression and stuff and the way in which she was treated was very difficult was was what 
contributed, well, possibly contributed, obviously we can only speculate, to kind of understand that something so serious was going to have such a negative effect on her mentally. It would have a negative effect on anyone mentally. And when you're struggling, something like that must just completely rock your world. I think that was the thing, wasn't it? We weren't aware of how bad she was struggling at this point mentally. The strongest person ever could not have taken that kind of yeah. bashing from the press. It was awful. It was horrible. And it's because we felt like, unfortunately, everyone sort of found out afterwards that, you know, it wasn't just a simple, you know, her and her ex-boyfriend got into a fight and an argument and it sort of escalated to a point that I don't condone violence, especially in relationships and stuff. But people didn't understand that she didn't really know what she was doing. It was her, like, and that's the thing. And, and it's hard to understand and relate to someone if you don't know what they're going through. And, you, and we hadn't, we didn't have a clue. Yeah. So, but. And it's hard to understand it if you've never experienced that sort of, and you, it's, it's one of those things you can sympathize and you can sort of be like, oh, it must be really hard. But to struggle with mental health, you don't understand it unless you go through it yourself. Mm. Because you don't understand, everyone's mind works differently. That's the first That's thing. Definitely. You know, we all think differently. We always, we all act slightly different. We've all gone through things that shape the way in which we act and think and all of that stuff. So when you struggle with mental health, you, you're, you're already thinking a completely different way to a lot of people. And so your normal way of thinking, and I use normal, like as a loose term mm. and for, um, like not like lacking the thought of a better word, um, people sort of see the way you think as not normal. So then it's easy to make fun of you. Yeah. And that was what happened, wasn't it? And it's just really, it's just really sad. But I think I've definitely learned from it and a lot of people have learned from it, but it's not the first celebrity, you know, that people have not realised or do you know what I mean? Who kind of like celebrities that you just assume are, happy it's kind well, yeah. of the Robin Williams thing was a massive celebrity death that you know Such no one knew what was going on in his in his like yeah. for him and he's someone that everyone admires and is a comedic a comedic actor yeah one of the, funniest, actors, yeah, one one of the, of the funniest. funniest people ever you know like so many of his films are hilarious, hilarious. yeah and you just kind of think well that's not you don't look at him and say that's someone who's depressed. And I think that's what you've got to learn from these yeah. kind of situations is that it's not got there's a more face to, and yeah, it's, not, exactly. it's not got a description. You know, you can never put it down to what someone acts like yeah. or anything like that. Um, And they are the kind of people. I mean, slightly changing the subject to somebody, but Whitney Houston, for example, one of the most talented people in the whole world. Yeah. You look at her and you think, oh, my God, her voice. You know, the films she was in, the awards that she's won, you think she's, that's it. Like, you know, why mm. would anyone like her yeah, get well, caught up in things like drugs and alcohol and, again, just going off documentaries I've watched and things like that, you know, there was so much going on in her life that you just well, never yeah, knew about it until was, now. Yeah, and it dated back to when she was younger as well. And and I think when you take a lot of this into consideration, you sort of you sort of do see with a lot of people that sometimes they are just children 
Like they're, they're that child, that damaged little child that still just wants to be heard and still wants to be yeah. loved and still wants to be appreciated. I think that's everybody. <laughs> and, you know, like with Whitney, there was like um, alleged abuse, physical and mental abuse, yeah. sexual abuse. There was, you know, a lot of people believed that she was actually a lesbian, but because her family are very religious, she never felt like she could live her true life. So it's the combination of having to hide so much. How do you hide so much and, and not get in your own head about it? You, an escape. And and for her, unfortunately, her, her escape was deadly in the end. Yeah, drugs and alcohol but, seem to be a lot of an escape for a lot of famous people. And I think that's maybe because they've put on a face to become yeah. famous. That isn't really their face. and It's, a bit it's that form of escapism. Yeah. It's that form of escapism, yeah. and, and some people get it in healthy ways, and some people get it in unhealthy ways. And you can't judge people for it, because it becomes an addiction. And and that's another thing, another, uh, another thing that people don't have control over. Addiction is an illness. Mm. And I think for a long time, we all thought that, like, oh, someone who's an addict is a bad person and whatever. They've made a, a wrong choice at some point in their life, or they've been exposed to something that they probably shouldn't have, and... It's just spiraled out of control. Oh, yeah, it's a disease, isn't and, it? And, and it is a disease. And I think Whitney is an example of someone where she showed us that it was a disease. Like, you could be Whitney Houston and, and still you could have still all have of those kind problem. of issues. Yeah, I think so. I would agree with that. And, you know, people like Anna Nicole, when she passed away, it was a, another, like, situation of where it was just so many things happening at once. You know, the, you, she was like one of the most beautiful women to have ever, ever lived. And then she got beaten down by the way she looked because she went through a time that was really trying for her, you know, losing her husband and she put on a whole load of weight and then people poked fun at her for, for gaining all of this weight. And she lost all of these sponsorship deals. And then she got a good deal that was going to sort of reboot her career and it was all based on the fact that she'd lost all of this weight, mm. you know, and, and losing all of that weight came at a price, you know, she was like, I watched a documentary and, and allegedly she was doing like vitamin B shots, all of these shots that were trying to help keep her skinny. And, and, you know, it, it's another thing that, you know, this might link into Nikki a bit in the sense of like an unhealthy addiction to what it is you look like and you're, you're, image and when you're judged about it like she was it's hard to you can never escape it no and I think bracketing people in what like the people that we've talked about is in a lot of cases I mean you could name so many celebrities that have been taken by drugs and addiction Amy Winehouse Heath Ledger yeah it's all this bracket of fame and kind of that a lot of them have turn to that because of fame and it's kind yeah. of sad it's like that 27 club that people have have talked about and it's like child actors becoming addicted and it's, it's very common and very common and all of that um, he's not dead um Lindsay Lohan he's doing really well again not dead but it's yeah a lot of this kind of like you, you're caught up in the lifestyle yeah. and and that it, all it takes is that one person that is negative around you you know like like going off the child stars you've got people like britney that have just these bad people mm. around them 
and know that they could take advantage but also of them. it's mental health as well yeah. you know a lot of a lot of celebrities have handled fame and can handle fame and you know enjoy fame but yeah. you might you know you might be in a bad mental place or have struggled with mental health for a very long time and always wanted to be famous but not really been able to handle it well it's one of those things you don't know what it's like yeah and you until you get it until you get it and maybe they've not been the kind of people or in the right state of mind sorry i should probably correct myself now to handle that and you don't know no you never know because you don't know how you you don't know how anyone thinks because no one tells you deep down how they truly feel what their thought process processes are and you that and even if they do all of this stuff and they really open up you still have to be able to understand it. And Mm. what are the chances of you being able to be 100% understand it? You can't. And also, I think, again, it's that thing of celebrities are shiny and happy and all of this. And we just think that's it. And we'll put them on that box. But we should maybe stop putting them on that box a little bit and look a bit further into it before we judge. You know, with with Anna Nicole, the people that were around her at the time, she became very sick because where she was injecting herself, allegedly injecting, injecting herself with all of these vitamin shots, she was, it, she got an infection and she was taking all of these pain meds because she had a bad back like previously. Mm. And then the pain she was in because of that. And this is a completely different topic uh, for a completely different podcast, but the way in which in America you can have access to all of these drugs, as long as you pay for them, like pharmaceutical drugs, you know, yeah, they're and, very different to us, aren't Yeah, they? and so she was able to get hold of all of these strong painkillers because you just doctor shop, prescription shop over there. And that's ultimately what ended up being a cause of her death. And, you know, she went into a deep, deep, deep depression when her son passed away. Um, and and the way in which she numbed it was, was the mm. painkillers. And she was too scared to go to the hospital when her injection, when her infection sort of flared up because of the negative press she knew she was going to get. So she was too scared to leave and seek like medical help, even though she was told by doctors to go to the hospital that she ended up dying because of it. It's just very sad. I think what I've learned again, just going back to the topic of the podcast is you just, I've just learned a lot. And I think, We've got, as a society, to maybe learn from... We, we think or like we think these deaths are sad, and every time that someone dies, we do put a post up, but, we, but you've yeah. got to kind of think about that and maybe start thinking and checking up on the way that you react to these things. And like I said about Caroline Flack's death, for example, I knew that maybe I had nothing to do with it, but anyone who's, like, poked a joke or shared the, the memes or whatever like you know you you had kind of something to do with it yeah. so you have to you have to think about the kind of things that you say and the, that that you do and also relate it to your own life yeah and make sure that you're not doing that in real life i think we've got to be very careful because we've given ourselves a platform and we're talking about it today like yeah you know i have to think sometimes of course am i saying the right thing is that okay like yeah it's a safe space it's an open space and i hope nobody disagrees or really strongly hates what we're saying about this topic but you know you do have to think about those kind of things for sure and I think it's it's one of those things and you go back to the age-old saying of it's the straw that broke the camel's back 
you know, you don't realize that, okay, when it comes to like celebrities and stuff, you might post a meme. They're not going to see it. Like, yeah. What are the chances of them seeing it? But if you were to equate that into your everyday life, life and your friends, and you yeah. might say that one thing that might just be the sort of point in which someone goes, that's it. I've had like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. This is just. Always think about what you're sharing and what you're saying, yeah. because it might not be a celebrity, but it might be one of your friends that relates to that celebrity's yeah. issue. And, you know, I might, for example, I might say something to you that's like a bit of a joke, a bit of a jab and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but I only said it once and it was only one joke and it was a joke kind of thing. But how do I know that you've not heard the same thing in a malicious way or anything like that mm. from numerous other people? And that's when it gets to a point that it is the straw that broke the camel's back. It was that one last little thing yeah. that can just... And, and that's what it is. We've got to take, like we keep on saying, we've got to take these examples. Am I just repeating myself? <laughs> yeah, but we've got to take these examples that there can be that one small thing and we have to be very yeah. mindful of what we're saying to people. I think so. I agree. Yeah. So let's take a break from that. Yeah. Because I think that was a great <laughs> little... Got really deep and you know me. Um... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I can't with celebrity deaths. No, yeah. But I need to take a break because it got deep. Yeah, let's take a little break and we'll come back and we'll speak about one last person and end on a much more positive note. So now I think it's time where we talk about someone that was also on Big Brother. She made a massive name for herself. And although her death was extremely sad mm -hmm. and and hard to sort of watch because we did the nation watched it happen but it so much I good has come out about of it that. in the terms of she was in big brother when she yeah got her cancer diagnosis so we're going to talk about jade goody and sort of the her passing away and the impact in which she had and i'm so proud of her in a sense mm that she was so public with everything. She really did. She made it you know, so that people... And, of course, she made a lot of money out of it. We're, like, we're not naive to the fact that, you know... But also she, she made, made a lot money of money because she knew she was... But she did it for her kids. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. she, she did it for her kids, and, which is... And at the same time, she was constantly pushing to bring awareness of the situation and you know cancer is a horrible thing we know millions of people pass away from complications and and the illness itself every year yeah. around the world and and research has been going on for however many years but people forget to realize that sometimes it can be diagnosed early and you've got a higher chance of survival, think, and that's what she's brought about. So, well, Jade Jade Goody had cervical cancer, which is known as a silent killer because mm. with cervical cancer in women, it, there's not very obvious symptoms. Yeah. Um, and we've got smear tests, but what the problem that with women and smear tests is is that they they start at the age of twenty five, um, and it's something that. There is a campaign to get them lowered because obviously Jade Goody, when she got diagnosed, was I think at the t she was at the time probably twenty six. I know that she died at the age of twenty seven, 
So basically, I, I don't even think at the time that she had cervical cancer that smear, regular smear tests were a thing. Were a thing. I, I also think, think that they weren't at 25. I think 25 is a relatively new age. I do have to yeah. Google it. But her, when she died, um, they soon launched a campaign called, um, called Jade's Legacy, and that was to re- reinforce the message that smears are essential. Since then, I think there's been such a huge push yeah. for years and years and years. And, she, and her legacy did start this because she was relatively young for someone to die of, of cervical cancer. That's what was scary and about And that it. shocked everybody because, yeah, it's just something that wasn't seen as an issue yeah. or hadn't been brought to attention as a massive issue that cervical cancer can happen when you're in your 20s. Um, so, yeah, just... She reinforced that message that smears are essential, and that's been going on for a really long time. Um, I'm a 26-year-old woman. Um, I had my first smear test last year. Um, And, you know, it's a really big deal for people. Some people are really scared about it, and I totally understand that. But also, you know, you do have to think of people like Jade Goody, for example, and think, you know, these are the things you, I wouldn't have a clue. You know, you don't. No. You, you, like, it's known as a silent killer. When I was 15, so probably around the time of Jay Goody's death, they released that cervical cancer job. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no one knows if that's worked. I don't think there's been any kind of... I don't know. ...proof of anything like that. So, you know, your smear test is still essential. It's scary. It's not a nice experience. Like, I'm not going to say that I really enjoyed the 10 minutes I was in there, but it's 10 minutes... You wait for your results for two weeks, you get them, and you deal with that. Um, and obviously, you know, yeah, it's just something you've got to keep an eye on. And I think the really, really good thing that's came from Jade Goody and the legacy and this kind of make sure you get testimony it is that I'm aware of this now. Yeah. And I'm aware that I need to keep an eye on it and that sort of thing. They, um, it's, it is all about awareness because obviously checking like having regular checks, especially in women, because, you know, you've got breast cancer and there was the big push to make sure people, yeah, people check themselves and even men, you know, and this is the thing, these aren't taught in school. No. You know, you're not taught in, in like biology lessons that, you know, these are the different forms of cancer, these are how they arise. And this is a way of like how people seek treatment, how prevent, like to sort of, not prevention because you can't really prevent it well yeah obviously like smoking and stuff sort of can cause cancer but in the sense of like how to catch it early if you're going to have, going to be that kind of person you know even even up to them discovering the that they can identify a specific gene that makes you more susceptible to specific cancers yeah. and and what kind of cancers that are going to be it's all about awareness and and to sum this whole podcast up in a sense of not to sound morbid or anything, but we as society have to be like, do you know what? We can't let these people have having died in vain. You know, we can't, we have to sort of take someone else's loss and, uh, and understand it. And if we learn something from this or it's that life is too short. Oh, it can, again, it can, it? yeah, but it can be taken away from us or, we can suffer from stuff in silence and stuff, but you will 
it's all about the awareness that the people bring about and of course in jade goody as much as bad press that she had i mean like you know a big brother in a reality tv star kind of yeah. life and that thing is you know she was given that diagnosis and she was dead within a year and she did a lot in that year yeah to raise awareness and i think that you know that should be how she is remembered not maybe the other things yeah. that she would be remembered for um but i mean just re again researching this uh, a lot of people got in touch with papers the sun that the one that launched the campaign saying that you know jade, jade goody saved their life they went mm -hmm. for their smear test after reading about the fact that jade goody had you know gone for a routine checkup and it, it turned out that she was unfortunately terminally ill yeah you know a lot of people have gone to to get their smear test and to get checked out because of her and how long ago is it since she's passed away now uh, quite a long time i think it was about well, 2009 well, we've literally said the date a billion yeah. times so yeah like that's like 15 years or something i'm really bad at maths on the spot but she you know a lot has happened since her death that has been really positive um and yeah i just think that's how she should be remembered and she's a celebrity death that again was really really unfortunate yeah but has really shed light on things and were personal to me because like i said you know it's something i've had in the past year or so that yeah i can now relate to and understand and when maybe she died and when i was younger and all of this campaign stuff had sparked off i didn't get that i was really young but i've got to the age now where i'm like oh it's like it's life uh, it's and we awareness. have to take it sit and yeah. we have to be aware exactly it's all about awareness so so i think let's round out this episode and... i mean you did there was a really deep speech I just yeah. let you speak there for a bit because it is it's awareness and it is all about you know i i want to like if we can do one thing today it's just make people more self-aware more aware of others you know let let's start from the top you know like mental health issues make sure you're checking in on your friends you know with everything that's gone on the past year people have are going to go back into the world with you know they might have suffered with low levels of anxiety mm. before it might be heightened now that the new sort of form of living is coming in uh people that suffered with depression and have been spending a lot of time alone you know it sometimes it's even a simple invite to you know oh do you want to go out let's go and do something and you could I breathe think life. How many times that we force each other to go on a walk you know it breathes life back into walk, people it helps <laughs> yeah you know physical activity emotional support you know and and bring and making sure that we are careful about what we say to one another there are struggles that are going on yeah. in people's lives that we don't know and people hide there's nothing wrong with with you know not being an open book i'm not saying everyone needs to be an open book but those that are closest to you most of the time you have an inkling that something's wrong and we need to break yeah. the stigma of talking about mental health because there's still a stigma about it people think you're weak and that's let's just try and eradicate all of that you know and so like mental health and physical health be kind be kind to everybody even celebrities because they are real people too and get your smears I think yeah. that literally sums it up. Make sure you, you know, and everything else that you need to check, man or woman. Do yeah, it. you know, take 
take advantage of the fact, like if you are listening over here and in, in a country where you're fortunate enough to have free healthcare and these services are provided, make sure you are making the most of them because, you know, that one thing could save your life. And God, that's what we so have to remember. Today. The next one I'll be more lighthearted, I promise. Yeah. But, but everyone stay safe, stay well, and check in on others, check in on yourself, mental and, and don't physical wait health. for a celebrity. Yeah. To make the changes. So does that make sense? I, mean, I think I meant to say celebrity death, but I missed the word death. But I feel like the word well, yeah, death we has do, been said a lot. Yeah, we shouldn't have to lose people to, yeah, to gain exactly, awareness. Yeah, to gain awareness. There we go. That was my better explanation of what I just said. And I dropped my phone. So I think we should maybe end yeah, the podcast. Signing out. <laughs> we want to thank you for listening, and we hope you had as much fun as we did. Please make sure you subscribe, follow, and rate our podcast wherever it is you listen to it. We also want you to get involved. We have an Instagram called The Hunnish Truth. Please go follow us there and we will be posting any corresponding images to bring our conversation to life. And if you have a topic you want us to discuss or want to tell us how amazing we're doing, please feel free to email us at thehunnishtruth at hotmail.com. Thanks again and we'll speak to you next time. Bye, Huns. Bye.